Hey guys, welcome to a TechLink podcast episode. If you can hear anything in the background, it's probably the vacuum that's going on. But anyway, I'm recording this on the S20 Ultra uh, Pro Max, whatever, and on the Samsung voice recorder app. And I am very annoyed, very, very annoyed, very pissed off. More than anything, pissed off. Um, before we get into why, uh, I'm sure people live in the UK probably know why. Um, but before we get into that, let's talk some technology. So regarding this 20 Ultra, um, I actually changed the ROM on it back to the default Korean ROM, and it is now receiving software updates, which is good. And um, yeah, it's not root anymore, which is good because I didn't want any root um, because I was just not really utilizing the tools that root gave me and I wanted more of a stock ROM and so I switched to the stock Korean ROM and now it's fine. Um, camera certainly marked improvement uh, over the rooted ROM, that's May security. This is on July, I think August is coming pretty soon. Um, and yeah uh it's been pretty good um i will say that obviously the korean rom has some downsides compared to the modded chinese rom that i had before is that in that i can't really pay with my fingerprint or face unlock anymore i have to pay uh by putting my pin which is a little bit annoying but apart from that it's really the same and to be fair i don't really use mobile payments all that much um, so it's not terrible, and it's got everything else uh, I want. So I'm obviously willing to live with that compromise. Um, like I said, the cameras are a lot better. The the actual focusing is is well improved from May, um, and the uh, the actual color science I found to be a lot better than it was in the previous ROM. Unfortunately, in the transition. Between these two ROMs, I did lose a bunch of pictures from my trip to Shangri-La. Uh, I recently went there for about a week and hiked and did a few things. And um, I took some pretty good pictures. Thankfully, most of them were conserved, but the last day's shots weren't. And I had some decent shots, which I'm a bit annoyed that I lost. But the main shots are going up now on MiWi. Uh, it did actually lose those natively, but since I have... You know, I'd stored them on, on WeChat, incidentally. Um, it actually did recuperate them, albeit with, you know, not the same quality that they would have come out of the normal sensor. But that's, you know, that's fine because MiWi compresses anyway. And so no one would really tell the difference. Um, but that, that does mean that I can't really put a Google link uh, for people to check out the higher quality version, which is the one I would have liked to have been conserved, but it didn't. Uh, well, it wasn't conserved, so yeah. Um, and yeah, um, S20 Ultra's been chugging along as my flagship phone. I don't think I'm going to change for a while. This phone has got everything I need. Um, the Note 20 and Note 20 Ultra recently came out um, in you know, Samsung Impact on August 5th. Uh, that was a quite a bit, uh, quite a while ago, but. Um, I actually think 
you know, while they're all right, uh, the Ultra is the smart buy, obviously. Um, I don't think I'm really missing out on too much from my S20 Ultra to the Note 20 Ultra at all. So um, I'm actually quite pleased with my purchase um, and for the bargain I got for this. Um, so yeah, the I will say that the Note 20, I think everyone's been talking about this, but I'm just going to reiterate it anyway. The Note 20 is a bit of a dumb buy, um, simply because... You're paying a thousand dollars, or in this case, around seven thousand RMB, for a device that's, you know, got a plastic back, has the um, the cameras of the S20, which you know they're fine, but the screen's 1080p, 60 hertz, which again, I mean, for me, that's not a big deal. I use my phone on 2K 60 hertz, but during the trip, incidentally, during the trip to Shangri-La. I utilize my phone on uh, 1080p60 to, to conserve as much battery as possible because we're going on long, on long hikes. Um, and, I, you know, obviously the first couple of hours switching from 120 to 60, because I had been using it on 120. Um, well, I switched to 60 about a month ago, but prior to that, it was on 120. And, yeah, it did take about an hour of a customization or acclimatization. But after that, um, it just feels fine. It feels fluid enough. Um, yeah, um, the actual touch response is still 240, so that's probably why it feels a bit better than most 60 hertz phones that have a 180 touch response. Um, you know, phone the Sony Ultra has 240 hertz. I know some of the gaming phones have 270 hertz touch responsiveness as well. So, um, yeah. It, I didn't really notice the difference. I still don't notice the difference. And I use it at uh, 1440p, 60 hertz, because um, I like to max out the resolution over the hertz, because I, I can sort of see the density of pixels when I max it out to, to um, 1440p over 1080p, but I can't really... And I do see that all the time, or more than I see 120 hertz over 60 hertz. So for me, it compensates to keep it at... Um, 2K and 60 hertz. So yeah, that's that's that. Um, and yeah, during the trip, I used it as my camera, and it took some brilliant shots. Some of which are on the MiWi group, two of which are on the MiWi group at the moment. Um, and I will be posting a few more that I think are pretty good over the coming days, I suppose. But yeah, those two are up there now. Um, yeah, that that's really it because. The main focus of the show is going to be A-level results day and results. Uh, I really did not want to talk about this. Um, or did not want to be talking about this, but I, f- I feel like this podcast is probably the best way to vent without actually venting. Um, I am very disappointed, very, very disappointed in, in Cambridge, specifically in Cambridge and Ofqual, or whatever the organisation behind it is. Now, as if for those who are not aware, ALO results day was yesterday. For me, it was two days ago, but for the Brits, it was yesterday. And about forty percent of all grades have been dropped by one, three point two percent dropped by two, and zero point four percent dropped by three. <sighs> God, um, right. So just a bit of context, my predicted grades 
were at least a BB. Uh, it could have been higher, could have been lower, I'm not sure. But the last time I heard about my predicted grades, it was a BB. Um, and I got E, D, and B. Based on what exactly? I have no idea. Now, actually, I do have some idea. Uh, schools, obviously, well, Cambridge, obviously, did not want to devalue the A-level. And this is why they did this stupid, stupid algorithm, this mistake of an algorithm, um, which essentially ranked or gave you a grade based on your school reputation. So it was very classist, very classist algorithm. fucking annoyed with them. Um, very pissed off. Um, so essentially last year in my school, a couple of students did not do too well um, during the exam and they got pretty terrible A-levels or bad A-levels. Not great, anyway. The point is that that brought down 40% of this year's group, this year's cohort. The problem with that is that last year's cohort was six. So to to bloody say that about 15 of our students in our year group, in our cohort, uh, get lowered substantially based on the evidence of two that does not fucking work, you know, these students, including me, have, you know, they've been working very hard, you know, I was well on to an A, I was on an upwards trend, uh, did good mocks, good pieces of work, I submitted great evidence, I worked bloody hard to submit that evidence, it was fucking difficult and fucking rigorous, rigorous fucking work over the past months, you know, ever since May, uh, from yeah, before me, to get that evidence, you know, sent out and ready and, and in good condition. Even though there weren't no exams, we fucking worked our asses off for two years to get lowered, drastically fucking lowered to D and E. The only organization that didn't fuck up was Edexcel, who maintained my literature grade at a B, where it fucking should be and where it was fucking predicted. But Cambridge... I'm just fucked. Right now, the future of, of thousands is in jeopardy. And I think Mr. Gavin fucking Williamson needs to take a long, hard look at himself. Right? A long, hard fucking look at himself. Because he's fucked with the lives of so many students right now. You know, people... People worked hard for this, you know? And I really, really, really hope, although I find really unlikely there will be a Scotland. And, you know, where people can... You know, they reevaluate the situation and they think, okay, let's just use predicted. Okay, because I don't think, even even with appeals, I don't think I'll ever be close to that ABB. I think I'll, the most I'll get is a BCC, and that's still fucking going nowhere. I had an offer from Kings for a triple A. I was on course for at least a, trip, a double AB with those, with those predicted grades. On course for that, at least. It could have been higher. One of them. Okay? And that's gone. That's been, I've been rejected from them and from my safety choice of Queen Mary. So that's fucked the whole thing. And I, I now have to think of retakes in August, or not in August, in October or something, or a deferral. When we shouldn't even have to be thinking about that. I mean, I am just absolutely fucking furious with Cambridge and with Ofqual and with the organisations behind this. There's classism at play with this bloody algorithm 
that they've made. You know, people, students who who should not be getting D's and E's and subjects now have E's and D's. Out of fucking no reason, out of no reason whatsoever, apart from historical data and classism, there's a major difference between one group of students and another. You can't just use historical data. You can't do that. I got the wrong end of the fucking stick because some people, right, some people in my school have had grades high. I know a guy who's got A star, A star, B, and he was predicted an A, A, B, and got A star, A star, B. That's bullshit. That is pure bullshit. How that happens. It's pure luck. It's like a lottery. Right? It's like winning the lottery. You either get lucky or you don't. Most of the time you don't. I didn't. And I'm fucked. Because of it. Because of this algorithm. And so it's a huge mistake. A, a, a massive blunder. On the part of Cambridge. And you know. I don't know what I'm going to do now. I, I have to stay here. I have a visa. Which I need to extend. To stay here in Shanghai. To hopefully be able to study at a Chinese university to hopefully, you know, get some experience in Chinese and redo these fucking A-levels in October or something. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. You know, my whole future is now in disarray. You know, obviously, I've, school's going to appeal most of these results. Like, I got fucked, and um, it's going to be a process, and that's going to be lengthy. But hopefully, hopefully we get somewhere. I'm really hoping that it, it gets redone, completely rehashed, or at least that appeals actually mean something and not just a one grade up because I've got put down three grades right three fucking grades I'm of that 0.2% one of my strongest subjects history was predicted an A and I got a fucking D A B C D that's three grades well two how do you want to call it it's more than two it's two grades right two grades and bloody two grades for psychology and, and these literature stay the same but it's just not fucking right in it it's not right I really hope something gets done about this and I hope the protests there's enough protests enough enough fucking indignancy if that's a word indignance from a large part of a student group and student body and schools and stuff to revert this and yeah I'm going to leave it here um, thank you guys for listening I hope you Hope you liked the rant, I guess, because it definitely helped me. Um, and yeah, see you in the next time.